Welcome to the daily VFN Radio Highlights, where we're keeping the conversation light at VFNTV.com. Enjoy. Do you remember back in 2012, I believe it was, at the Democratic National Convention, when uh, they took out of their platform Jerusalem as the capital of Israel? It was a big deal. As a matter of fact, when they, when they said uh, we wanted to put it back in again, they began to boo God in the platform that all of our, our uh, rights come from God and the fact that Jerusalem was going to be the capital for years. Congress already voted and we are, it is, whether America says it or not, is the capital of Israel, but we never moved it from Tel Aviv to Israel. Everybody always said they would. And before I tell you anything about that, I want you to see, so you can see firsthand what took place in 2012 when they brought it up at the Democratic National Convention, what the response was about just moving it back to Jerusalem. To Jerusalem, take a look. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, this summer, I was proud to serve this party as the Platform Drafting Committee Chair. As the chair, I come before you today to discuss two important matters related to our party's national platform. As an ordained United Methodist minister, I am here to attest and affirm that our faith and belief in God is central to the American story and informs the values we've expressed in our party's platform. In addition, President Obama recognizes Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and our party's platform should as well. Mr. Chairman, I have submitted my amendment in writing and I believe it is being projected on the screen for the delegates to see. I move adoption of the amendment as submitted and shown to the delegates. A motion has been made. Is there a second? Is there any further discussion? Hearing none, the matter requires a two-thirds vote in the affirmative. All those delegates in favor say aye. aye. All those delegates opposed say no. In the opinion of the... Let me do that again. All of those delegates in favor say aye. aye. All those delegates opposed say no. I guess you've got to and then you've got to let them do what they're going to do. I'll do that one more time. All those delegates in favor say aye. All those delegates opposed say no. In the opinion of the chair, two-thirds have voted in the affirmative. The motion is adopted and the platform has been amended as shown on the screen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, Governor Strickland, thank you again for your service. Governor Strickland, thank you again for your service as chair of the Platform Drafting Committee. Is that amazing? All they were saying was, we are going to recognize, not even move the, the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, but we're going to just recognize Jerusalem as the capital, which it is. It's always been that way, but they pulled that out of the platform and you saw some people booing and some people, he didn't, they were split. Well, look at, look at Genesis chapter 13, chapter 12, verse 3, 
when he talks specifically about it, and why that's so important is, he says, I will bless those who bless Israel, and whoever curses Israel I will curse, and all the people of the earth will be blessed by Israel. And that's huge. That was, a, that was a dangerous moment for America when we all of a sudden we started shifting, not only not putting our embassy in Jerusalem, but now we weren't going to acknowledge them as the capital. Well, they pushed it through and they, they made it happen. But I got such great news for you. The new president-elect Donald Trump is not only going to recognize Jerusalem as the capital, but when we get back from this break, you're going to see firsthand where they're going to move America's embassy. They're already looking for land in Jerusalem to be able to put, recognize and put our embassy in uh, Jerusalem, which means America's got a blessing coming. Well, this is exciting because we were kind of depressed when we saw the DNC doing mm-hmm. what they were doing you know, four years ago when they were booing God, booing Jerusalem as the capital, uh, just every negative way you could think about coming against God. It seems like the platform They were was, doing it. They were doing, doing it. it. And, uh, and you, you heard the lady prophesy in the background. She says, you have to just let them do what they're going to do. You rule on it and just let them do whatever That's they're right. going to do. I'm like, oh my goodness. There's six words that God put over, shared with two people about America and this decision that took place. And Dutch Sheets wrote about it with Dutch Sheets Ministries and he's just sent it out. It's six words, mercy, 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 mercy. Wow. That's all this is. Nobody did anything to deserve anything. God just had mercy on us. And it's so exciting, it's such a shift, as you saw in the beginning of our program, how God, this is a fulfillment of so many different things. God is just shifting. And I had a chance to watch our president-elect do a, uh, a thank you, whatever, at uh, Wisconsin. And he went blow by blow what happened on November the 8th. And you know what he said? He said, we had no idea we were gonna win. My daughter called me and said, it doesn't look like the exit poll says we're not gonna win. And they were ready to, they thought it was mm-hmm. over. You know, he said, I did everything I can do. Everything that's happened to America happened because God has allowed this to happen. He has given us a window of mercy. And it's time for us to, to humble ourselves and realize that God has shown us mercy and how to be able to operate it. And look what, what's happening. Immediately, it's, it's unusual to have somebody actually get in office and actually gonna do immediately what they said, right? right? You gotta give us a couple terms. Well, they're already working, looking for land in Israel, in Jerusalem, the capital of Israel, for our new embassy there. As a matter of fact, take a look. That's right, Pat. Even before he takes office, Trump's transition team reportedly is looking for places to relocate the embassy, which would fulfill one of his campaign promises. Chris Mitchell brings us that story. During his campaign, Trump pledged to move the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. His campaign manager, Kellyanne Conway, reiterated that pledge and said it's a very big priority for Trump. Some believe one possible location for the U.S. Embassy would be at the current site of the U.S. Citizen Services Office. It's located here in a Jerusalem neighborhood and considered a logical choice for a future embassy, but it's not the only potential site. According to Israel's Channel 2, another choice, the area of the nearby Diplomat Hotel, currently a home for elderly immigrants. The U.S. owns the property, but not the hotel. A third site is this abandoned lot in the busy Talpiot neighborhood, owned by the U.S. Former Israeli Finance Minister Yair Lapid says Trump's pledge to move the U.S. Embassy is an excellent idea. It's about time. We are sitting now in Israel's capital. According to opinion polls, Lapid is seen as a top contender for Israeli Prime Minister in the future. In response to a question from CBN News, 
Lapid told foreign journalists that every embassy should be in Jerusalem. This is our capital. We waited 2,000 years to come back here, and we expect the world to acknowledge this fact and to recognize Israel, Jerusalem as our capital, and therefore we should have here the uh, embassy. He related a story from President Obama's recent trip to Israel. I remember not long ago on Shimon Peres's funeral, the White House issued a statement saying the president was in Jerusalem and then they changed it not to mention Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. And this was in Western Jerusalem. It wasn't even in Eastern Jerusalem. Uh, and I think this is preposterous. No country in the world recognizes Jerusalem as Israel's capital. A State Department official told CBN News, since Israel's founding, administrations of both parties have maintained a consistent policy of recognizing no state as having sovereignty over Jerusalem. We remain committed to this long-standing policy. But in 1995, the U.S. Congress passed the Jerusalem Embassy Act, mandating the move of the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. So far, every president has avoided the move, citing security concerns and signing a special waiver. Moving the embassy wouldn't make everyone happy. There will be happiness on the Israeli side, there will be unhappiness on the Arab-Palestinian side. Um, there may be riots, there may be violence. Some say the move must come in the wider context of an Israeli-Palestinian peace agreement. Others believe Jerusalem is Israel's eternal, undivided capital. In the meantime, many say if the move is ever going to happen, Trump is the one to get the job done. Chris Mitchell, CBN News, Jerusalem. It's so exciting to see this. I mean, it's so exciting. Um, and it's, it's strange, but it's real when you have mm -hmm. to say, so many people see so many things in the horizontal viewpoint. They think if we please enough men, then everything's gonna be great, and they end up not pleasing God. But the thing about it is God's in complete control. This last election cycle should let you know that God's in complete mm -hmm. control. And that, and he says, I will bless those who bless Israel, and I'll curse those who curse Israel. Well, this shifting and standing with Israel is not going to be popular with people who hate God, who hate Jews, who hate Christians, who hate babies and mothers' wombs, mm -hmm. and uh, the uh, BDS movement, right? Boycott. Boycott, okay, divest, sanction. And sanction, mm -hmm. th all those people that are mm -hmm. promoting that. Well, we got a program coming up uh, soon. It's about the George Soros files, and I think every one of, in 2011, he funded two, about 151 organizations, allegedly nonprofits, to be able to fuel against everything our country stands for. Mm. I mean, everything, on every campus. I mean, there was some of him and all these different yeah. things. And we're gonna make that available to you, but there's people just sowing contention, trying to divide us. And when you look and you stand for Israel, it might not be popular in the world, but it's gonna be popular with God. I mean, God blesses those who bless Israel. We're the ones that signed the papers in 1948 when they became a nation. That was our president that said, you know, that, that the weight and the force of America stands behind this. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just a very exciting thing. So it's happening as we speak. You've just been listening to the highlights from VFN TV and the Data Radio program, where we're keeping the conversation light. Listen or watch more programs and check out the VFN Torch at VFNTV.com. Don't forget about our VFN TV app where no matter where you are, you can take the light with you and share with your friends. We want to thank our sponsors and partners who make this program possible. Take the time and support our sponsors. You can locate them at VFNTV.com and select sponsors. If you'd like to become a sponsor or a partner, 
you can do so at vfntv.com. VFN TV and the Daily Radio Program, where we're keeping the conversation light.